Welcome to the Creative Cantina Podcast, where we believe you can't grow a business you love around a lifestyle you hate. I'm your host and business coach, Cassie Schmidt. I spent years missing out on life and my pursuit of arbitrary definitions of success. After a massive wake-up call in 2015, my mission became clear. I'm here to help creative entrepreneurs refocus on what truly matters to them and find a way to achieve it sustainably. Running a business doesn't have to be synonymous with burnout, and believe it or not, it is possible to grow your income and impact without giving up everything you love. So cheers to mixing up new ideas with a splash of strategic action and a little room for you to add your own creative twist. In my experience, there's a sliding scale of how entrepreneurs feel about their website. On the far left side, they're obsessed with it and confidently invite people to visit it. And this is usually right after they update their content or refresh their design. On the complete opposite side of the scale, they're so embarrassed of it, they send new people to their social media instead. Or you have that kind of final category somewhere in the middle where I feel like most of us sit most of the time and we're okay with our website. We know it could be better, but on the list of things we need to get done in our business, this one just keeps getting pumped for more urgent tasks. But here's the thing. In this online world, your website is your storefront. So a clunky online experience with your brand is the equivalent of letting visitors trip over mannequins as they walk through the door. I want to put a stat to this. 75% of people make judgments about a company's credibility based on their website. Okay, and if that's not enough, 38% of users will leave a website if its layout or content is unattractive. I don't care if your work is epic. No amount of keywords are going to save a website that is plagued with poor design and a crappy user experience. And even if people do find your subpar site on Google, statistically, you won't stand a chance at getting them to stick around, let alone inquire. And I know it's really hard to believe right now, especially if you are in that category of people who are very embarrassed of their website, but it is possible to love your website and to feel really proud of your online presence. So let's talk about a few things you need to consider when updating your website for the new year. That is if you want it to work for you like it should. Number one, what's changed in the past year? Are your services different? Have you eliminated or added any offers? Has your experience become more refined, so then therefore you have more to share about it? How about your prices? Do those need to be updated? And then with all of those shifts, is your ideal client still the same or has that gotten a bit clearer too? Think through all the inevitable shifts you've seen in your business this year and then make a list. And as you work through updating your website, make sure the content, design, and even the pages reflect each one. And this includes your work too. So (laughs) you can't tell me that after another year in business and all that experience you accumulated, your photos, designs, or writing hasn't gotten better. So make sure you update your portfolio and photos throughout the pages to showcase what you're most proud of. As you scan your website, are there any references to pop culture that are outdated or numbers that may have changed? For instance, I've been in business for 10 years and have served over 300 clients. Does that need to be updated? In general, just as an FYI, I try to avoid a lot of language like this on my website so that I don't have as much maintenance to do. So rather than saying, 
you know, three years ago when I had my liver tumor removed, which would be outdated by now, I say since 2019, since having my liver tumor removed, this is what I've learned. And so there's there's references like that on my website that mention this specific year so that I don't have to change it every year to update it. But again, it's okay if you have numbers on your site that change each year, just make sure that you're updating those. And then finally, have you gotten even better testimonials this year? Don't underestimate the value of social proof that resonates with your ideal clients and the language they use. So if your ideal client has shifted a bit and they don't speak like they used to anymore, make sure you're updating your testimonials to reflect that. But also just a quick tip on testimonials as well. I think a lot of people have a tendency to take a full testimonial, like a full Google review and post that on their site. Take the best like one to two sentences out of that review and post that. It is so much more effective because someone's going to take the time to read a couple sentences versus paragraphs about your experience, unless you're the one that's explaining what your experience is like. So again, Just pick the best two lines out of those testimonials, but make sure you're updating those as well. So that's thing one to think about. What has changed in the last year of your business and how do we need to update your website to reflect that? The second thing is what is the number one service you want to direct your visitors to? Most of us have more than one service we offer, but typically there's one we would consider to be our bread and butter, the thing we love to do most or the thing we've kind of become known for. It's the service that brings in most of our money most of the time. So going back to that first thing we just talked about, has this changed for you in the past year? I have spoken to dozens of wedding photographers this year who are pivoting to boudoir or motherhood photography as they grow and enter new seasons of their own life. So if you're entering a new season of business, your website should reflect that so you can get more of your work that you actually want. And even if your primary service hasn't changed, stick with me, I want you to take a little trip through your own website as if you're a new prospective client who's never heard of you before. If someone lands on your homepage, are they taken on an intentional journey page by page, or do they scroll past your initial header and become overwhelmed with 10 different CTAs, all seemingly equally important? And by the way, this is a true story. I worked with a business owner this year who bought this template they were really excited about, and as we were going through their website because it wasn't working for them, one of the things that struck me as so odd was having literally within one scroll like 15 different places I could click if I were a visitor that took me to all different types of pages. And it was so unclear what the website, like what they wanted me to do next because there were so many options. So we want to make it really clear and direct their experience intentionally. The longer someone stays on your website, the better that helps your SEO. But more importantly, the better chance you have of someone actually inquiring. So are your visitors seamlessly exploring your website from your about page all the way through to your main service page and then to the contact form? Or are they kind of just clicking haphazardly back and forth and getting kind of frustrated? One of the best compliments I've gotten in consult calls is someone telling me that they read my entire website because it was actually fun and engaging. And this is possible for you too with a well-designed client journey. And the reason that this compliment meant so much is because typically they became my client after saying something like that because they were already kind of invested and knew they wanted to work with me before we even talked. If this is something you struggle with or you're thinking, how in the world do I do this? What order do I put things in? Where do I put CTAs? 
You have a couple options. One, you could work with a coach like myself and we can work on laying your website out more strategically. Two, you can do the DIY route where you read a lot of books, make some educated guesses, and then try to track your results. Or three, you can do what's helped me and my clients the quickest in the past, and that is invest in a great design. But here's a little cautionary tale. I've worked with multiple creatives over the years who bought a three to $500 design, which is a pretty decent investment, and then tried to update their website all by themselves, and then came to me like nine months later feeling super frustrated because it wasn't working. And inevitably, I try to help them retrofit a good client journey into this template, but then they end up having to design a lot from scratch, and it's a complete pain. Instead, I highly recommend Tonic Site Shop. Yes, their templates are closer to $1,000 each, but it's a design you can grow with. Not only is there more meat, for a lack of a better term, from a design standpoint, three years later, and I still don't even use every part of the template that I purchased, but they were also created by someone who started out as a writer, aka someone who knows very well the client journey. They're built strategically. And as you update your design, you don't have to think about the strategy of the layout. You can just enter your own copy and be on your way, knowing the template was designed to do the work for you. And also, because Jen was a copywriter first, she leaves you with super clever placeholder text that, based on my experience, will inspire you to write some of your best stuff. If you want to save 20% on their templates, which, again, remember, because they are a little bit more of an investment, could save you a few hundred dollars, you can save 20% during their Black Friday sale using my code and link in the show notes. Their Black Friday sale is going to run from November 15th to 27th. And this is actually how I got my start with them. Back in 2019, I ended up investing in their margarita template during their Black Friday sale after I won a gift card giveaway that made the design just a little bit more affordable for me at the time. And it completely changed my business. Like from that point on, I felt so much more confident sending people to my website, sure, but I was booking out, I raised my prices, like there was just more legitimacy with my business than my thrown together free design that I had on Show It. So I highly, highly recommend them. Again, I will leave my link and code for you to save 20% during that Black Friday sale in the show notes, but I would highly encourage you to check them out. And if you're afraid you might miss that sale, just hop on my email list. I'll leave a link for that too. And I'll make sure that I email that out when that sale goes live. Because again, I am only an affiliate for a couple business tools and this is one of them. So I just want to leave you with one more comment before I move on from Tonic from one of my past clients that decided to invest in one of their templates a couple years ago. And we worked together to implement the new design and the new copy and new SEO for her. And this is what she said. I went from having a website I was embarrassed to share to having one I want literally everyone to see. This is such a game changer and such a confidence boost. I'm already seeing the benefits of my updated site with more inquiries from Google. This website makeover is going to be a game changer for engagement season. Now, whether you invest in a tonic template or not, invest time and energy into creating an intentional path for visitors to follow that leads them from where they land to the service page that will inspire them to take the next steps with you. Like that's the whole point of your website. And if you're not doing it already, do yourself a favor now. Make sure you have a Google Analytics account set up and connected to your website so it's recording data. I can't tell you how many business owners that have come to me for help without this important info, and we either have to delay our first session so that we can collect some data beforehand or fly blind, which 
I don't love doing, right? I want to make educated decisions with you. I want you to make educated decisions. So if you're going to make changes, it's good to know how those changes are impacting your results and setting up Google analytics will help you do that because it tracks how someone behaves once they land on your website. It's a free account. It takes five minutes to set up and install on your website or connect to your website. And then you're off to the races. And now you have all this really important information that's going to help you actually make decisions like a business owner. Okay, and the final thing I want you to consider when you're updating your website for the new year is how is your SEO going? Don't put all this energy into updating your site if you're not going to do the work to get people to it. I don't care how gorgeous and well-written it is. If no one sees it, it's a waste of your time. So along with Google Analytics, I highly recommend you use Google Search Console. Uh, A lot of creatives pay for SEO tracking tools and don't realize that Google will literally give you the data on how you're performing in search results for free. So if Google Analytics tells you what people are doing once they get on your website, Google Search Console is like the big sister tool that tells you what people are searching to find you and then how well you're ranking for those keywords. But as you filter through your site, reevaluate again, what's changed? Did you move to a new city? Do you want to focus on your new service instead of the old one? It doesn't serve you to advertise for wedding photography in Seattle through your keywords if you now offer boudoir in Milwaukee, right? It doesn't serve the user, but also it's confusing from an SEO perspective because we're going to start attracting the wrong kinds of people. So make sure you're updating your SEO. Make sure you're assessing what's working for you so far. What keywords are you already ranking pretty well for? Can you double down on those even more to rank even higher? What are some you're getting really close to ranking for on that first page? right? All of those things are important things to consider as you're updating your website and wanting to get more results with it. If you want some comprehensive help getting started with your SEO updates, you can check out episode 21, where I interview SEO expert Ryan Moreno of Tonic Site Shop. There's a 30 second exercise in that podcast episode that we ask you to do to see where you're currently at with your SEO. And there's also some quick implementable tips for getting ranked on page one of Google. If you need help past that, obviously I'm always here to help in the form of a strategy session, but that's a really great place to get started. Now, obviously we've already talked about the power of a good website and how quickly people will judge your business because of it. But I also want you to think about the influx of people who will visit your site in the coming months. I know you're busy. I know that you likely just exited a very crazy season in your business. You're likely trying to wrap up client projects and think about the next year while navigating the holidays, but hear me out. Whether you're a wedding photographer who's entering engagement season, a family photographer who's exiting prime fall season with more eyes on your business than ever because of recent clients sharing their photos and tagging you, a graphic designer or copywriter for creatives who's about to get a rush of clients for new year, new me, or an interior designer whose ideal clients are stuck inside for the winter, realizing how much they hate their kitchen. This time of year will bring more eyes to your website. So despite how intimidating it feels or how many other things you have on your to-do list, don't keep moving website updates down on your to-do list. I'm saying this to myself as much as I'm saying it to you. I have some big shifts happening in my business too that I know are going to require a good bit of work on my website to implement. And the thought can be overwhelming. But again, our website really is our first impression for our potential clients. And we have to make it count if we want to have success. So let's get to it. And cheers to intentionally updating your website so it can work for you.